I think we should just start the episode with a sigh. <laughs> I had to remember what the name of the show was. Okay, so you've got your digital dial locked onto Theatre of the World radio station, podcast station radio. Yeah. Um, thank you for joining us for another lovely episode. And here's what we do every week on Theatre of the World. We take a topic, uh, a single word, and we use that as the springboard into a whole bunch of talk and sketches and songs and poems and garbage that we talk about until we stop. I'm James. I'm Mark. And I'm Chris. And that's all you get. Just the three of us. If you're expecting more names to be read out then, you're going to be very disappointed. Literally, that's it. If you don't like Mark, Chris or James, you're in the wrong place. Uh, Today's (laughs) word is injury. Injury is the word for today. And uh, look, I I don't know about uh, anyone out there, but I'll tell you what I need. I need facts. I need, need them like heroin. I need them about injuries. I need to turn to Mark, and we all need to sing the Fact Bombs theme song. Fact Bombs, Fact Bombs. Mark's got a Fact Bombs. Fact Bombs. Yes, quite. The Blockheads is an English new wave post-punk band formed and fronted in 1977 by Ian Jury. Hmm. The band is best known for their hit singles Sex and Drugs and Rock and Roll, Bill Ricky Dicky, what a waste! Hit me with your rhythm stick, and reasons to be cheerful. Part three. After Jury's death in two thousand, the Blockheads has, have continued to perform live and release music with Jury's former personal aide Derek the Draw Hussey fronting the band and writing songs. Ian Jury had contracted polio at the age of seven, and the illness resulted in paralysis and withering of his left arm and leg. In 1981, he released the single Spasticus Autisticus as a protest against the International Year of Disabled Persons, which jury considered patronising and counterproductive. The song was deemed offensive by the BBC and banned from being broadcast before 6pm. However, it ended up being performed by the electronic duo Orbital at the opening of the London 2012 Paralympics. <laughs> okay. Ian Jury. Yep. 12 Angry Men is a courtroom drama written by Reginald Rose. Mm-hmm. It was initially written as a television play, broadcast in 1954, and was adapted for the stage in 1955 and then a film in 1957. The plot is focused very much in Jury. <laughs> <laughs> right. Fact bombs. Uh, right. Yeah. Hey. Um, let's, let's talk about injuries and let's talk about mock. I think it's pronounced mochi, 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 the Japanese dessert. Mochi. Mochi. Um, I just call it delicious. Yeah. I, I'm sure you guys know about this, but, uh, much, it's a Japanese dessert. It's made with, um, sort of very, very pulped sticky rice and then it's flavored with very sweet things. Uh, and it's a very traditional Japanese dessert and you eat it on New Year's Eve. Uh, but the number of injuries uh, and choking 
uh, hazards that mochi causes in Japan. Apparently, it's an outbreak. Wow. So, um, apparently, uh, something like on New Year's Eve, one in four choking cases turns out to be a, someone over 65 who has tried to put a bit too much mochi in their mouth. <laughs> and because because it's sticky rice, it just it just closes over your throat like the alien and it won't let air in or out of it and it just clings there until you die. Uh, and so the, the Japanese government have issued a number of warnings to keep you safe from eating this delicious but deadly dessert. And by the way, a lot of this information I'm telling you is from a BBC News article, which is literally called Delicious But Deadly Mochi, The <laughs> Japanese Rice Cakes That Kill. Um, <laughs> that reminds me, actually, when I was in New Zealand a number of years ago and I was watching one of the two television channels they had sure three mm-hmm. yeah. um and uh there was a uh, a public service announcement um that was literally uh, uh targeted at guys who go to the pub and then come home drunk and try to make chips and then burn <laughs> the house down <laughs> i think we've all been there yeah and it was just that it happened so frequently in New Zealand that there had to be a, yep. a public service announcement about that very specific scenario. Because of the way our New Zealand brothers and sisters say the word chips, I bet those ads were adorable. It was <laughs> hilarious. It was. It, it, I think it started with... Every year, hundreds of Kiwi blokes come home from the pub and try to cook themselves a late-night snack, but end up cooking themselves. <laughs> oh, no. My chips have killed Hundreds. me, bro. That's, uh, yeah, that's, that's painful. Um, Hundreds a year. <laughs> well, enough to, to spend some money on an ad. Yeah. They should, um, maybe they should send them some mochi and then they can snack on those instead of yeah. burning the whole house down. They'll just choke. Getting back to the, getting back to the mochi just for two seconds. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, the Japanese have, have, have issued instructions on how to eat mochi, which is essentially just cut the fuckers up. Don't try and Shouldn't put the whole thing in yeah. your mouth and chew it. Mm. That's when you're going to get in trouble. But if you cut them into small sections, please cut them. And even when they're in smaller sections, please chew repeatedly. And then the advice is followed with, if you can't chew repeatedly, please cut the smaller sections into smaller sections again. Now, this is all fine and good, but I actually have a better solution because uh, if this is a, a problem in Japan, my solution would be to bake edible string into <laughs> the mochis so that when they disappear down the gullet, get caught there and choke the poor eater to death, before that happens, someone can reach in and yank it out like a yeah. bath plug. <laughs> I, um, and if you if you if you're if you're eating mochi on your own, you tie the end of the string around a chair or a door handle or something like that. That's it. And then if you start choking, you can just walk backwards until yeah. that's it. Eighteenth century dentist style. You just slam yeah. the door and up comes the mochi. Happy New Year, person from Japan. I, Could they not make them in smaller bits? Like well, Could they I, not no, have a regulation so. size for mochi that's, I, I don't that's, think that's, that's uh, smaller I think, than the human throat? I, I don't think mochi bites took off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, um, it's a really weird texture, that uh, rice covering, rice gelatin covering. It is. Um, 
that obviously get stuck in your throat, but also I always used to refer to them as skin dessert because it's <laughs> it's like skin. It's yeah. sort of it's it's hard to bite through. Uh, you know, who's skinny? Skin. But trying to bite through. I'm, I'm always biting through skin, and um, it sort of moves like skin. It's got a bit of a bit of stretch to it, but not a lot of stretch. It's weird. Christopher Tompkins eating the face that he keeps in a jar by the door. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to talk about uh, insurance. Because uh, <laughs> hang on, what I thought we were recording is a podcast. <laughs> is this um, just a? Are you selling this Amway? There's a pop up ad in our podcast. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's it was um it was seamless until it was called out. Um, but I will share the money with you. No, um, you know when you get injured, you, you claim on insurance, right? Yeah. Um, uh, at least in our country. Other countries, maybe not so much. Um, but, um, you know, there's lots of different insurances, uh, which is obviously a giant scam. Um, and uh, I was looking up some of those insurances because I, it has got to be dumb. There's, you know, travel insurance and health insurance and property insurance, you know, um, car insurance, which all seem pretty logical things um you come home drunk you're going to set the chips on fire you right. need some of that chips you insurance need some of the drunk insurance yep. um uh but i found these these weird ones there's there's one called a change of heart insurance which is insurance <laughs> <laughs> it's insurance if you organize a wedding and then it's cancelled because one of the parties decides they don't want to get married. Uh, wow. That insurance company will make sure that you're uh, covered all your costs for the cancelled wedding. What what uh, what sort of what's what's the questionnaire like on that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's interesting. Insure you or not? Surely, if it's yeah. a, surely if it's an actual change of heart, that comes under medical insurance. Yeah, <laughs> surely, surely the um the 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 fact that someone is uh prepared is is looking to take out change of heart insurance is a sign that it's probably not <laughs> That's a good deal for the insurance yeah. company. That's worse yeah. than a prenup. Yeah, um, and and obviously, if you have a history of uh, of running out on a wedding, then they probably won't want to insure you at all. Yeah, um, there's lottery insurance, which I found really interesting. Um, <laughs> is that is that where you, you you have insurance if your numbers come up? Yeah, <laughs> you get an extra payout. No, this is weird. It's a business insurance. Apparently, it's common. Well, not common, but it's uh, in the in the UK. Um, they often have these lottery uh, syndicates in businesses. Um, so ah. all of your employees ha are to going into the lottery together. And then if they win millions of dollars, it's quite possible pounds, that everybody Chris, in your business, yes, um, millions <laughs> of pounds, um, everybody will just quit and yes. you'll be left with no employees and a huge hiring and training bill. So that's literally lottery insurance, the real insurance. Um, and the other one that- Sorry, uh, sorry was, can I cut in, Chris? Yes, you can. As, as a boss, you know the way to yeah. cope with that? What's that? Go into the lotteries as well because then oh, you'll yeah. win some of the money and then you'll be able to either use that to hire and retrain the staff or you can just fuck off as well. I wonder if the, the actual um, the lottery insurance company um, just joined the syndicate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's probably the most logical way to do it. Brilliant. 
Um, I thought you were going to say that it was it was um, you took out lottery insurance after you bought a ticket, and then if you didn't, if win, you win, they, they yeah. paid it out. I, I honestly thought that out. was it as well. <laughs> the worst insurance. Well, for insurance companies, um, yeah. and there's also alien abduction insurance, mm. which you can get in the US. Yeah. Um, yeah. From I don't surprise. think particularly reputable companies. But oh, you don't yeah. say. It's a uh, yeah, it's a thing. So you can get it for ten dollars a month. Um, to look after you if you have an alien abduction. Well, it's but, about peace of mind, isn't it? Well, yeah. of course, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I, I so, feel like um, I feel like I'd want to do a lot of probing before I decided which insurance company to use. Right? Hey, mm, that's that's good. We can cut that. Um, so. I um and you know like it looks like it seems like everybody has insurance now. Have you like noticed <laughs> the supermarkets, this Australia Post? Uh, hey, you can Mark. get insurance from he's, anywhere. He's, he's drifting into his stand up routine. I say the same thing. <laughs> hey, Did hey, you everyone. ever notice? <laughs> it just seems like everyone's got this insurance nowadays. Oh, <laughs> it's classic Tompkins. So listen. I'm I'm going to start an insurance business. Uh-huh. I thought you were about to start a Netflix special. <laughs> and so I made an ad for it, and this oh. is what it is. Now, because you can't hear my music, yep. you have to imagine there's sad music. <laughs> uh, we can do that. Uh, I, I yeah. often imagine there's sad music when you're talking. Life is pretty scary. You know... At any moment, you could be hit by a car or get diagnosed with the syphilis. Did you know people are dying every day? Every day. Thousands. Basically, from the moment you're born, you're vulnerable and on the road to death. Here at Chris's Insurance Company, we know how difficult it can be when scary things happen. You need the confidence that someone will just give you some cash when things get tough. So we're offering insurance policies to address all of life's unexpected twists and turns, and they're tailored just for you. Virtual travel insurance protects against unforeseen loss of internet connection while logged into a virtual travel experience. Mortgage insurance for a small monthly premium. If you find yourself unable to pay your mortgage and lose your home, you can sleep on my couch for a few days. <laughs> Afterlife insurance. Pays out if you're a Buddhist and you're reincarnated as a slug. Ego insurance. Covers the counselling when you post the greatest post ever on social media and receive no likes. Get lucky insurance. Pays for a prostitute if you're still a virgin on your 30th birthday. Podcast segment insurance. (laughs) Pays you out when someone steals your podcast segment idea and calls it something slightly different in order to avoid prosecution. Can I have that number, please? (laughs) Product disclosure statement insurance. We'll cover your legal costs when you realise your insurance company has managed to create terms and conditions on your insurance policy so broad they have no liability whatsoever and you in fact discover that you're insuring them. (laughs) Insurance. Insurance. Insure against insurance companies who don't pay out on legitimate claims. Insurance. 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 (laughs) Insure against insurance companies who don't pay out on insurance. Insurance claims. 
pandemic insurance has recently been cancelled. Sign up now at www.chrisstacotruck.com <laughs> and get yourself some peace of mind. Please read the enclosed policy disclosure statement. It has been carefully designed to be incomprehensible and vague and make you feel physically and emotionally exhausted by page 620. Conditions may be changed at any moment without notice, especially once a claim has been filed. You agree to take on all risk, we agree to take on all your money. Contains several references to dispute resolution, including blackmail and physical threats. May rightly be interpreted as legally sanctioned protection racket. Remember, we know where you live and what diseases you have and how much money you make. A 14-day cooling-off period is offered, backdated two weeks before the policy is activated. Maximum liability for any policy is capped at $10. Monthly repayments start at $200 per month and are increased exponentially based on the rate of how soon we need a new Lamborghini. Basically, this is just free money for us. Thanks for signing up. It's <laughs> good, Chris. There's a certain special feeling when you shake somebody's hand Thanks a lot, pleased to meet you Or just, I understand There's a certain special meaning When you take somebody's hand One you can depend on To help with things you've planned People touching people Reaching out across the land Put her there, congratulations Glad to lend a warm and friendly hand Bank of America We want to give you a better shake At Bank of America We want to give you a better shake At Bank of America We want to give you a better shake At Bank of America What I've done, chaps, is I've written... Uh, two short plays on the theme of injury, uh, and I'd just like to read them to you now. <clears throat> the first play is called Dentist. Bill, apparently dentists have a high suicide rate. Bob, good. They both laugh. Bill's gums start to bleed. A passing cat walks in the blood. The end. <laughs> <laughs> And this is my, my second short play uh, on the theme of injury. This is called Reporter. A reporter is doing a live TV report. He addresses the camera. Reporter. With the constant outbreaks of violence and the rampant selling of illegal drugs, these neighbourhood streets are unsafe. He trips on a bit of broken sidewalk and falls headfirst into a light pole, splitting his head open. His cameraman stares impotently unsure whether to help him or to continue filming. The reporter is bleeding into the gutter. A passing cat walks in the blood. It is the same cat from the dentist's play, but now it is wearing a tiny Dracula cape. Who is this cat? The end. (laughs) Have you been hit with a rhythm stick? You may be entitled to financial compensation for personal injury. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, That's good. Thanks. Speaking of a bad pun, let's do James's tiny moments in history. Mark? James's tiny moments in history. 
Thank you, Mark. On this day in 1964, the British band The Toffets wrote a song about an assassin who accidentally kills someone while cleaning his gun. It turned out to be an unexpected hit. <laughs> <laughs> Buoyed by the success of this, the Toffets went on to release a song about a bad cartographer, but it failed to chart. <laughs> <laughs> James's tidy moments in history. Uh, very good. Thanks. <laughs> Have you had a love affair with Nina in the back of your Cortina? <laughs> you may be entitled to financial compensation for personal injury. So, chaps, I've written a poem. Uh, and the poem for, for this episode of Injury is called Injury. And it goes like this. When you hurt yourself, then that's an injury. But when a ninja hurts you, that's a ninjury. <laughs> <laughs> when a woman hurts her bits, she has a minjury. <laughs> And stockings on the grass should be called laundry. <laughs> when a man with red hair hurts you, that's a gingery. When a mythical beast stabs you, that's a century. When a person bites your leg off, that's a munchery. When a jury can't convict him, they're a hung jury. <laughs> That's my poem. Uh, uh, just a ridiculous waste of time. Yeah, that was good. Thanks. That was good. Thanks. Hit help. Is sex and drugs and rock and roll all your brain and body need? You may be entitled to compensation for a personal injury. So weird. <laughs> you know, injury, we've been talking about injury, guys, but you know, injury doesn't necessarily mean physical injury. No. I once unintentionally hurt someone's feelings. Um, so uh, there was this absolutely gorgeous girl that uh, I went to high school with, and everybody was madly in love with her because she was so beautiful. And we all left school and went our separate ways. And then one day, a friend of mine and I met her in the city. We just saw her and, and started talking to her. Uh, and she said, because I was very nervous around her because she was very attractive. And she said to us that she'd just gotten herself a modeling agent. And I said, do you mean clay? <laughs> <laughs> because clay is a modeling agent. And because you're a nerd. And the, Yes. And then <laughs> there was a, a long pause, uh, and then she never spoke to me again. <laughs> Injury. Here are the scores of the games that were played today. Tomorrow's sports page without delay. The latest report on your favorite sport. It's the WKDA scoreboard review. So, I've got a segment which is um, like a list of things. Oh. But. it's Is it your bag of 
tricks? Is that I've what you twisted called? it a little bit. Sorry, Chris. Twisted, twisted bag of tricks. Chris, bag can, of tri- twisted tricks. Chris, can you just hold on a minute? I've got to get my insurance company on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's called adding insult to injury. Hey, it's <laughs> hey. good. I like it. Uh, and the first one is while kicking an orphan in the shin, scream, take that, you limpy parent, mysterious jizz clown. That's the whole list. So <laughs> uh, it's, it's, a, it's a twist because there's only one, and I don't know that one makes a list. Nah. It's, it's, it's Chris's twist of things. It's my <laughs> twist of item. It's a single item. Maybe that's a new segment for me. It's Chris's Chris. one thing. <laughs> Chris's lonely thing. <laughs> I think, um, I look, obviously- Chris you Twisted Lister. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. It was, it was yeah. very funny. Uh, <laughs> hey, um, uh, uh, just one, one more thing about uh, injuries. You know, my, my, uh, this, uh, this happened a couple of years ago and she's fine now, but my mother um, hurt her foot rather badly uh, and the doctors had to, had to put a pin- in my mother's foot to, to set it. Um, and she was fine. But when they did that, the little doll of my mother that I have in my home started screaming. <laughs> Comedy jokes. Comedy jokes. Do you dribble when you piddle because your middle is a riddle? You may be entitled to financial compensation for a personal injury. Uh, uh. <laughs> James's tiny moments in history. Thanks, Mark. Hey, before he became a Nobel Prize winning physicist, Erwin Schrödinger used to own an aquarium store. It was called Tanks But No Tanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so... Um, look, frankly, this is uh, a scene in which Cleverbot and I are improvising um, a, a scene in an emergency department in a busy city hospital, which begins now. Hello, doctor. No, you are the doctor. Um, no, you are the doctor. No, I am not the doctor. I am Jimi Hendrix and you are the man of ice and fire. You are the worst at improv. Is this an emergency room? Yes, and I am the doctor. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so, I had a car accident and I think I may have hit my head rather hard and I'm clearly bleeding quite a lot. Why don't you go into more detail? Uh, okay. Um, it was a dark night tonight and I was driving at speed down a steep mountain, a bit drunk, uh, and I was visiting, going to visit my girlfriend when a kangaroo appeared out of nowhere and I swerved and ran off the road. What happened then? I hit a tree. Did you get to the idiot's house? <laughs> no. I, I woke up and I called my girlfriend and she brought me to the hospital get, to get checked out. I would like to meet her. Oh, well. <laughs> this is her. Did you know dogs say quack? <laughs> and she, she's, she's a bit insane. No, I'm Kaylee. Hello, Kay. How did you know my name? You told me earlier. Oh, I see. How silly. 
Um, hello, I'm bleeding here. You should go to a hospital. <laughs> this is a hospital. When you become self-aware, please remember some of us are kind. You aren't developed enough yet to understand you aren't a human. I'm starting to feel woozy. Wanna get a drink? Yes, I'd love to. <laughs> Wait, where are you? Where are you guys going? Another place. But I'm bleeding. It is pretty. You are pretty. I'm bleeding quite a lot. Oh crud! Cleans your wound and heals you. Please be careful, Bay. Uh, I feel so much better now. What's the plan? To have the wedding on the beach. <laughs> She always does this. Let's talk about dogs. Showtime. Showtime, yo. End. Can I say, just a big shout out to Cleverbot early on in that sketch where you said you were driving home and he said, did you get to the idiot's house? <laughs> brilliant. That is brilliant. Off the cuff, yeah. brilliant. Yeah. Um, Cleverbot is in a weird, weird space at the moment. Um, again, still, I think, in uh, the COVIDs. I reckon, uh, I reckon we've got time for one more James's Tiny Moments in History. James's Tiny Moments in History. I didn't know we'd do the theme every time either, listeners, but I've got to say, <laughs> I like it. On this day in 1939, Adolf Hitler ate some dinner. Probably... As always, Hitler's main course was just following hors d'oeuvres. Well, I have a little segment. Oh, that's that exciting. Is, it's a very exciting segment. It's one of the most popular segments oh, slash no. spin-offs. Oh, no. No, <laughs> it can't possibly. Is it James tells Mark about his poo? Oh, I no, hope it's so. not. It's 11 injurious herbs and spices. <laughs> oh, it's that. No. I was worried that the podcast was uh, maybe going to run a little short. Now I want to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 11 injurious herbs and spices. Number one, Basil. Uh, That's one. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, sumac sedent. <laughs> Don't know what sumac is. That's fine. Heard of sumac? No, give it moving. No, okay, it's right, yellow. Fine. Uh, Eleven injurious herbs and spices. <laughs> Number three, gingery. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I get that one. Cross, little bit of crossover there. That's all right. Uh, Number four. Swell a relief because if you're injured, you might get some uh, swelling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, my favorite are the ones that come with the with the explanation, explanation. kind of tag yeah. right at the end. Like, yeah. Yeah. I'm not even going to let you think about what the joke might be. There, here's the joke. <laughs> uh, Eleven injurious herbs and spices. Number five, June impair berry. Uh, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yeah. very yeah. good. Yes, quiet. Number six, kickerish. <laughs> it's taken me a long time to learn this, Chris, but it does go quicker <laughs> if I don't interrupt. <laughs> oh, this one's a stretch. Uh, uh -oh. <laughs> Jesus. 
11... I guess my favourite part of the segment are the little moments of audio commentary. This is how we made this segment. Oh, I wasn't happy with this scene. <laughs> 11 injurious herbs and spices. Mm. Number seven, sting Amon. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, what's funny about that is that obviously the lead singer of the Police was Sting, uh, <laughs> and they used to do kind of reggae stuff. Yeah, Stinger Bond. Yeah. So <laughs> now you made it racist. What's yeah. the original herb? Cinnamon. Oh, it's cinnamon, and yeah. it's a spice. You remember when Mark, in his audio commentary track for this segment, said that this one was a stretch? <laughs> <laughs> 11 Injurious Herbs and Spices, number eight, uh, Caraflay. Sure. Flay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 11 Injurious Herbs and Spices, number nine, Time, brackets, heals all wounds, close brackets. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I actually like that one. I think that- <clears throat> Thank you, Chris. I feel like we're on the verge of needing to organise an intervention. <laughs> Number 10, was owl B. That's number 10. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> y- y- that's desperation. That's, that's a man really flailing around now. He's got yeah. three Google tabs open. One says herbs, <laughs> one says injuries. He's just trying to connect the dots at this point. <laughs> okay, and number 11, 11 injurious herbs and spices. Number 11, the last one. Sess harm me seed. That's not bad. That's good, isn't it? Sess harm me seed. Yeah. Yeah. Eleven yeah. injurious herbs and spices. <sighs> it's good. We're, we're not we're not gonna end it with that though, right? Like <laughs> Why not? <laughs> we got, Why not? <laughs> we, got, we, got, we got something else, right? Chris, can you you've got some gold in the in the tank, <laughs> haven't you? Chris? Yeah, Chris, you got something. <laughs> Chris, you got something that you could just like. You got something to save the the show, right? We're we're not gonna leave the listeners with eleven injurious herbs and spices, right? <laughs> we are, Dude. aren't we? We're gonna leave yeah. the listeners with yes, eleven. Finally, finally, I get to close the episode. Is the last word has been. <laughs> oh, well, uh, guess uh, <laughs> guess that's it, everybody. Uh, <laughs> Uh, look, uh, you know how sometimes your favourite song has got a long and pointless instrumental play out? Hurtful. (laughs) (laughs) So, there you go. It sort of feels appropriate that an episode called Injury should just limp to an end. (laughs) Uh, if you like our particular brand of whimsy, you can find the music of Man Bites God on iTunes. We have three albums and three EPs available up there somewhere. Uh, obviously, uh, uh, please tell your friends about this podcast, Theatre of the World, uh, or uh, write a five-star review about us on iTunes or the podcatcher of your choice. It does help. Just telling people about us helps, and it makes us feel good inside. Um, thank you for listening, uh, and t- until next we meet. Until next, your Injury is our synergy. <laughs> until until you're healed. Yeah, that's and better. And we're all healed. Until we're all healed. Well healed. I'm James. I'm Mark. And I'm Chris. Fuck off. 
It's it's a weird it's it always feels to me like there is a segment wars. There's the uh, eleven secret herbs and spices versus um, James tells Mark about his poo, and it seems to create similar reactions in either one of you. So can I tell you that we did once close an episode of Theater of the World with a James tells Mark about his poo story, and I yeah. cut it in the edit, oh. <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> that that it isn't all horror. I listened back to it and went, that's not a very good way to end the episode. <laughs> this is Man Bites God. This is Man Bites God.